this is Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim. And we are recapping today Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Season 11, Episode 16. It is a podcast day, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) It is called Threats and Promises. And Threats and Promises were made. Many a threat, many a promise. Um, We pick up exactly after Erica's teeth snarl Mm -hmm. and (laughs) she starts proclaiming to Sutton do you want to get sued would you like to get sued would you like to get sued and Kyle does a good job of jumping in and being like okay wait a minute here you saying that Erica gives more credence to what Sutton is talking about right and Erica's like well not by me not by me and so we're like, okay, well, who's going to be What are you talking suit? about then? Tom's apparently, air quotes, decrepit ass who is like in a nursing home somewhere? Who's right. Who's going to be doing the suing? Right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day of podcasting, people. And we are going in and out of technical difficulties. And pretty much all we can do is laugh at this point. So all we can do is that. laugh. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I'm like, who's going to be doing the suing? Is it like... Tom's apparently in a nursing home. I I, I, I don't know. Then Dorit finally steps, steps it up in for a second for because suddenly time. she's scared again. And she's basically like, says something to the effect of, Erica, you can't act like us. This isn't fair. Us having doubts doesn't automatically make us like liable to be sued. And also... Why are we not allowed to ask questions? And Which has been the running theme the last several weeks. Right. Now, it needs to be said, because obviously, so this just escalates completely out of control to the point where she's making threats. She's like, someone's like, are you threatening her? And she's like, no, it's a promise. It's a promise. It's a promise. She says that like a million times. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, oh. And then finally, at a certain point, Sutton's like, no, no, I'm not doing this. I will not be threatened. And then, you know, everything breaks apart. We need to talk about first, though, we need to just like pick up where we left off last week and reiterate that Kyle's position at this dinner party from hell has been very confusing. If you can even classify it as a position. Whatever it is. It's bullshit. And I realize at a certain point later, which we'll get into later, but I love Kyle, but I felt very like almost gaslit by her because she makes me start questioning. She's so good at like putting a bow on everything after and like rounding out any edges of things that she thinks that might bump into other people. But that's not always. And so she convinces you in the moment, like, oh, well, yeah, that is what she thought. And then you have to really think about it and be like, no, she has said in multiple interviews, multiple scenes that she thinks that there is something really fishy going on and that Erica's stories specifically are not adding up. Now, is she sitting there like Sutton and saying Erica is for sure a liar? No, but she has definitely expressed in many scenes And in many interviews that she thinks that Erica is not making sense. So then when we get in these settings, I mean, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get more into Kyle when we get into the auction shopping. But anyway, it's just needs to be said. It's, it's just still really bothers me the more that I think about it. But so it gets to a point where it's escalated so bad that Sutton's like, I'm leaving. I don't have to sit through this. Well, yeah. She's like, I'm about to lose my shit on all of you right now. And And then we have like the craziest, most bizarre moment of a housewives meal that I've ever seen. Quiet to lower, (laughs) lower her hands. She has all the Kathy has all the power all the time with this group. Yeah. So she does that. And then it's like everyone gets silent and like can't stop looking at each other. And then each woman takes turns trying to calm Erica down with like one phrase. So Garcelle's like, no, don't, don't hold it in. in. And then Lisa's like, "Hmm." (laughs) and then someone's like, 
da, 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 da. It was like the most bizarre thing. And I just, I can't give it, do it justice by yeah. re-describing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Erica continues after this point to, and says to Sutton, if you ever call me a liar, I am coming for you. I don't threaten you. I didn't threaten you. I promised you. Reiterating it. Right. It also needs to be said that as this is happening, her right breast is slowly has somehow in all of this chaos, it has come out of her bra. Mm. She's doing, she's wearing like weird Erica style, like layers on layers of things. And her right boob is becoming blurred because her nipple is clearly out while she's snarling. So this just needs to be mentioned. If you don't think it's true, go back and look. Tell me you think I'm crazy because I'm almost certain of what I saw. So that happens. Sutton scuttles outside. And then we have this the classic housewives situation where someone storms off. Then you have half of the group scuttling after, all begging her to stay always deciding that the right thing to do is to stay and go back inside. It is my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, yes, there's something to be said for women who are in housewife history, who have used this move as a way of getting out of taking responsibility. That is not what this is. This has come to a head. There is nowhere else to go with this. Erica has been out of control Everybody really did push Sutton to take that stance and really didn't catch her and have much of her back, even though most of them agree. And it's time for someone to go. And if she wants to leave, that is perfectly her right to do so. And I hate when you know that that is like the right thing is to separate yourself from the chaos And then all of them are like, no, 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 no. You can't leave. You can't leave. Come back inside. Come back inside. It's like, no, why? Yeah, it it pissed me off. Obviously, when Sutton leaves, everyone at the, the people who remain at the table, Rena's blacked out drunk. Yeah. Just comes up to Erica and says, I'm sorry, and pawns off. The dog, dog right after. Um, <laughs> Crystal's like, I would have said the same thing to her if I was in that position. Oh. Like, Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Erica's like, she's a punk ass. She's a punk ass. Yeah. I am done with this. I am done with this. How come Erica can say or do whatever she wants to do with zero repercussions whatsoever? She's acting completely aggressive completely unfair, making these threats, making these promises. If any other person were to act and talk the way that Erica does, they would be ostracized, let alone Garcelle. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and over the years, Erica keeps acting like this, and I'm so tired of no one calling bullshit on it. Yeah. I'm so exhausted by it. Well, you know what's funny is in the past, I have mostly been on her team with the way when she, cause she, it does take a lot to, to take her to that point historically until this season. And usually, usually it was something that I like understood where she was coming from. And because she caused so little drama in the big scheme of things, I never really held it against her. Cause it's like, Oh, she gets super mad. Like once a, a season when someone pushes her to her limit. But now I feel like that's the only side of her I've seen besides her just blubbering and it's just comical that Dory called her called Garcelle a bully two weeks ago when Erica is acting like this and towards everyone the second that anyone tried to even barely support Sutton she flips which shows you they're all really scared of her and she does have a lot of power she freaks everyone out I'm done with it I'm done with Yeah, that. I mean, needs to be off the all they I'm need to done. do is all collectively decide that they're not going to let her attitude, like, shrink them in the moment. But they just can't do it. 
No, it pisses me off. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm over it all. I'm over Erica Jane. I'm over all the bullshit. Yeah. This is a it's ridiculous. I know. Okay, so then it's completely unacceptable behavior. It is. Sorry. <laughs> the next day, weird. Garcelle and Rena decide to hang out. So odd. I was like, what the hell is going on here? I'm trying to catch my breath after this dinner, and I'm like. What, what is, is this? Did Why? you guys rekindle in a way that I don't recall? I've got to say, Rinna is bugging me more and more and more and losing me more and more and more. I agree. And it's so interesting because, you know, we've been like Rinna stands for so long and really just could not fully grasp why everyone came for her so intensely. And it felt a little unwarranted, like a lot of Denise Richards online well, minions we didn't like denise so yeah like, we are taking our personal dislike for denise and kind of excusing rinna in that situation whereas most of bravo nation was yeah from yeah so i don't know but just from the second she walks i'm just like seeing her a little bit more like just even the way she was speaking when she got there she it, it just feels so fake. It, she's the way she interacts with Garcelle, it just feels so fake. Hi. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, like everything feels fake. It feels like she's just putting in her time to do her scenes, as many scenes as she can be in as possible. Great. I don't care if we don't like each other. Like I can do what I have to, to make the scene happen. So this feels fake to me from the jump personally. Um, did you buy that Rena didn't remember a lot of the details of the night before? Um, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess so. I guess I kind of buy that. Yeah. Um, it also sounds just like a very convenient excuse. There's a part of me that was like, she intentionally decided to get this drunk from the start. So that she wouldn't have to be really that's, a part okay, of it. That, that's, the, that's the answer. That's the answer to the question. Right? So, yeah. Hey, she was doing both of those things. Yeah. But, you know. Um, but it's interesting. So we're sitting down. You know, Rena's like, you're going to have to fill me in on the night. I was blacked out. Blah, blah, blah. Which is like a very convenient setup for Garcelle to be able to like share some of her thoughts. And Garcelle, Garcelle doesn't like come for Erica in a way. She's just like, I talked to Sutton and I do feel bad for Sutton. I know she was very freaked out and blah, blah, blah. I felt like she was the only one that was willing to say things. And Rena just like, of course, stays detached. She doesn't really say anything of real no. Like, yeah. Oh, and then it's, well, you know, this is their thing now. They're going to have to figure this out. And it's like, that's all well and good, Rena, if you actually functioned that way. Yeah, but half this is the time. Thing. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's true. It, this is everyone's thing. This Erica situation yeah. is everyone's thing. It's not. Exactly. You no, know, everyone wants to wash their hands of it and go Pontius Pilate on this situation. Every, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, it's, everyone's involved. Yeah. I know. And it's like you choosing not to say anything. And you've publicly, like, defended erica especially you because you're gonna get subpoenaed very soon yeah so no don't try to pawn this off i know so garcelle is being i mean normal you know she's like yeah i feel bad for something and then rena's like says the thing about like well that's just them now and then garcelle's like well you know i did want to garcelle is the queen of a really of um when she wants to, the diplomatic confrontation, where she almost catches you off guard that that's what's happening at first because she leads in so uh, conversationally. So she was just like, you know, so I did, I, that does make me think about the fact that I did want to talk to you about, you know, just, how I did, I haven't really felt like you've had my back and I have felt like the group is very split. You know, it's like you four and like, you don't really care to know like how we're impacted emotionally or how we're feeling or not like include us. What do you make of this? Of Gar what do you think of what Garcelle's saying? 
I think I understand why she feels that way. Um, I guess I'm surprised that at this point she thinks that it's even worth having this conversation with Rena. I'm just surprised because this is the second, uh, maybe maybe it was two weeks ago. This is the second time this has been brought up in three episodes. Yeah, and there hasn't really been any sort of resolution to it, and no one has really taken it upon themselves to try to solve it. Yeah, because it came up at Rena's house when Dori with the, with the whole Dorit thing. That yeah, came up as it came up as a part of that too. And so I'm just kind of having a hard time parsing through it all. I can, I do I do definitely see when it comes to the Erica side of it, there is. Uh, I think it weirds her out. Like you guys, yeah, really. Like I know that there is this. You know, you guys have more history, but hasn't enough come out by now that we all ha- agree on more than we don't agree on how bizarre this situation is. And how can you guys still all kind of, when push comes to shove. All the confessionals in the world don't mean shit if you're not, you're never going to own it in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it's. Her example was, you know, Renna not having her back at the Dorit thing. And so I'm trying to figure out how much of this is Erica centered that the group is kind of weird factions there or how much of it. Does Dorit feel like an outsider? Outs- Garcelle. Gar- sorry, Garcelle feel like an outsider in spite of or outside of the Erica drama? I think I it's know. both. I yeah. think that she hasn't gotten over what happened in Palm Springs. Yeah. I think that really freaked her out the way that Erica reacted, the way that certain cast members and friends jumped on Erica's side and like, looked were willing so fast to assume the worst about where Garcelle was coming from. I think ever since then, she's never felt quite secure in this group. Okay. And then you have Dory come for her. Yeah. No, that makes sense. At the lunch party. Okay. I think I have more clarity on the situation now. And I think that this showed me that she's this conversation with Rinna showed me that she up to this point was still holding out hope that her and Rena were going to get past this like hump and that Rena was going to be willing to like give more to the friendship. And I think by the end of this conversation, she's like, Oh, okay. Thank you. I know what I need to know. Goodbye. Because I have never seen such an awkward conversation. Okay. So Garcelle kindly confirms Rena. Rina says, so first she was like, oh, wow, really? You do? You feel like I don't have your back? Oh, which does she still have her sunglasses on right now? There is just something about her that was just, I just felt like she's still, it's like, were you on drugs? Did you just, I don't know, but there's something that felt like, hello? Like she just didn't give a fuck in a real way to me. That I just was not, I was not impressed. And then she's like, oh, well, I don't feel that way. But, you know, I mean, we can all do better. I mean, to be honest, I felt sort of that way too. Because, you know, I mean, after the cake, there was no follow-up. And then, you know, there was the sauce that me and Harry brought for you. And, you know... You you didn't send a text after. I was just, wow, wow, really surprised, you know? And then Garcelle's like, those are, but I I got to be in front of you when those things were given. And I I meant what I said. Like, I, I thanked you I in real you life. In person when you presented oh my gosh. And then Rena's like, literally just ties it up and goes, Yeah, well, you know, see, I think from this we've learned we can all do better. Okay. So dismissive, so awkward, basically shutting it all down. Those two things aren't even close to being comparable. And (sighs) it's the perfect example of, you've seen it a bunch of times, where someone brings up a conflict and you get triggered and you go, well, I just want you to know that um, 
you didn't replace the toilet paper last week, and that really hurt my feelings too. Yeah, it's like you know when you grab for that some- example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like she's grasping at straws. Yeah. To try and just be like, no, there really isn't a thing here. It's pretty. It's pretty equal. I was just like, wow, so dismissive. And then they just go back and forth with, great, great, okay, good, good, great. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, how do we all get out of this scene? Because I want to die. Like, there's Rina now needs to get up and leave. Yeah. Which is really awkward because she's only been there for 10 minutes. The whole thing is so awkward. Oh, Rina is bugging. And then... She does make a comment in her interview. She's like, I'm not going to sit there and pretend that I, oh, because Garcelle, her example was like at that lunch party when Dorit fully came for me in front of everyone, like no one had my back, including you. And Rena in the interview was like, well, I, she was like, my loyalty is to the truth, which I was like, Rena, get out of here with your. The truth, whatever I think. And then she added it on your right. She goes, my loyalty is to the truth, to what I think it is. And you're like, great, great distinction, Rena. Thank you for that, at least. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just, my takeaway from all of this is like, she doesn't really, oh, oh, because she did, sorry. She did say. She said, well, I'm not going to defend Garcelle if I agreed with what Dorit was saying. And she's like, I do agree with some of what Dorit was saying. I've seen the jabs. I've gotten the jabs. (sighs) So I don't know. I'm just tired of all of that. Yes, I was tired of that conversation. Let's move on to Sutton and Kyle. I At the auction. The conversation on the show. <laughs> Our conversation. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So now we're at this. We've got a Sutton and Kyle. This is basically their debrief of yes. the dinner party from hell. They're at this opulent VIP. I don't know, I've never been to a place that resembles anything. No. Like I don't no. Know what it is. So I, all these things are going to be auctioned in five days. And if you're really, really rich and special, then you get to, to go in advance to see it all so that you can plan in advance what you're going to be bidding on. It was like. I felt like it was a window into like a very niche, rich person activity. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> when I, I'm like, where are we? I've never. Is this a museum? I know. I don't know what the, it's like. A, it's like a showroom museum. It's got couches. It's like. I don't know if I'm at the Met, right. the hall at the Met, or if I'm in a jewelry store or a vintage furniture store. Exactly, or Pawn Stars. It's just like <laughs> yeah. a combo of all of these things that are in one place that I've never seen that apparently rich people do. I know. Which it needs to be said, Sutton does a really good job with always giving us these little experiences. Yeah. Which like that is a part of housewives is just the absurd opulence. And she's taken us on some rant, you know, like what was that when we went on the Bentley yeah, dra- she, she drive? The, ben- the Bentley. Yeah, there's just little things that like that that I just appreciate that we get to witness. Uh yeah, there's like $215,000 diamond earrings. I love the casualness of them being like Wait, I love this ring. It's so cute. How much is it? $1,400? Oh my God. Yes. And then Sutton's like, how much is this one? $3,000? Oh, I can't turn that down. Like talking about them as if they are at a flea market. (laughs) And it's not a vintage chair that you're like, oh my gosh, I, this chair is only 50 bucks. This is amazing. This, it's like completely we're, we're operating with a different amounts of zero. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then all of a sudden we go to debrief and Sutton expresses some of the stuff I was getting into earlier, which is basically like, I'm kind of frustrated by you because this is what Kyle is trying to convince all of us. And she's, she decides to even bring it. I feel like she pushes it here right away. I just wanted you to be honest. I just really wanted you to get your truth out because I knew it was important for you to say these things. I was just trying to like support you and like empower. It's like, shut up, Kyle. 
that's not, no, like that's not how it actually went down. Like, yes, you have never, you've had your thoughts, but you've never felt the need to do a confron of Erica Jane. And that's where I understand the difference. You know, she's like, you're the one who's like traipsing around telling us all that you're going to do this big confrontation and you're going to tell it how it is. I've never felt the need to do that. So it's like, I get that part of her perspective, but it's like, once the moment is happening, it's fully up to Sutton where she's going to go with it because she was the only one that decided to do this. And you guys pushing, pushing, pushing almost shows your cards more, which is deep down, you all want the answers to these questions. You're all too afraid to ask. And so you're almost like using the fact that Sutton said in advance of the event that she was willing to do this. You're using it. And you cannot tell me that this isn't a little bit self-serving. So then for you to tell me after, oh, I just wanted to empower you to be honest for yourself. I'm like, fuck off, Kyle. Stop. And it works a little bit because she always confuses me at first. And I go, wait, is that you know? Well, Kyle confuses me because she is such a, she dips her toe mm-hmm. into this controversy and causes ripples for other people and then pulls her toe out and be like, I just want to be, I want everyone to be friends. It, it was right. Even, uh, and that perspective was present at the very end yes. of the episode. Yes. When Crystal's like, no one, they're not friends. Let's stop. Let's just accept it. here. And let's accept. And Kyle's like, well, I have a problem with that because if we all get together and it's, no, you can't have it all these different types of ways. Right. And so I think that's the issue. I think she doesn't know. It. She picks weird places to jump in. And, you know, and she calls out Sutton and is like, just tell the truth, Sutton. And then you're like, whoa. And then she calls out Erica a little bit by saying, but barely, but, ba- but barely. And then once wants everyone to be cool at the end of it. And so I think she, she just can't have conflict. Yeah. She can't handle goes, when people aren't getting along. That goes, uh, spans more than you know 30 minutes. Yeah. And so I think she's putting out all these confusing signals out there. Right. Which is confusing everyone. Which is why I really understand where Sutton's coming from when she's like, you know what? I'm actually kind of mad at you because you wouldn't stop poking the bear. Like, not the bear. You wouldn't stop poking me at the dinner. I had already said what I needed to say. And then you feel the need to contribute by announcing that actually I had even more to say and I should say it now or else I'm two-faced. It's like, what are you talking about, Kyle? Like, Sutton's not trying to pretend that she's best friends with Erica. How is that Two-Face? She might decide that she's going to not say everything she thought she was, and that is her prerogative. And if you have more questions, you need to get the balls to ask them. Well, and then she goes, she says, Sutton, you know, like, I thought you were being weak. And oh, Erica God. was being aggressive. Okay, what would you like her to do? As your friend, it just bothered me to see you back down and be weak. Would you like her to throw a wine glass at Erica? What would you like? Also, what do you call what you are? Exactly. In these spaces. Like, you never. I don't understand. Well, it needs to be said sandwiched between these two things that we just talked about is (laughs) Sutton's dramatic exit attempt where. They like turn away from each other for a second because there was like a, a little bit of like a climax, like, and then they like turn away from each other. And then Kyle's like turning back around, wasn't going anywhere. At this point, Sutton has decided she's going to commit and she's going to fully dramatic exit. So she keeps going. She starts walking around the store. Kyle turns around and is like, wait, where are you going? And she's like, I'm walking away from that. (laughs) And she keeps going. I got to say, at this point, I know, okay, regardless of how valid they are, I've kind of reached my limit. Oh, my God. On a sudden walkout. 
walkouts. Yeah, sudden, because tearful, you, wobbly walkouts. When you think about when you, I was just, as you were saying that, going back and, and checking my mental notes for this year. And there have been, we had a walkout in Tahoe for something. We had a teary walkout at Ugly Pleather Pants. We had <laughs> a walkout. Yeah, she at, makes people chase her. And I'm kind of, you know, I agree that... It's like the yes. boy who called wolf, the boy who cried wolf. She should have walked out when Erica is in her face, yes. booby exposed, making threats <laughs> about horses' heads and beds. But that was warranted. <laughs> yeah. What? It's not. All these other things are becoming are lessening the value of your. Yes, workout. exactly. I'm tired. Of exactly. Stop well, away. and you take away. You literally strip yourself i'm sorry of all credibility when you do this bullshit like you look dumb and we all start laughing even if we agreed with you 30 seconds ago it just it's a self it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like when when there was a thing uh there was like a movement going on on the uh, reunion shows where at first for several years no one would no one ever walked off set Right. When they were filming the reunions. Can't remember where it happened first, but it set off a chain reaction mm -hmm. to where every reunion, someone had to walk off. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can do this now? And I'm, It's I, such a little bitch move. I'm tired of it. I'm really tired <laughs> of it. Well, and this is when, so Kyle has to run after her and go, what are you doing? And then Sutton's super upset, so she does her... Well, so, so, so when I say something to a friend in air quotes, and so, so, I know it's, again. So this is where she like it's like oh, Sutton. I mean, and, and no, no character can ever be fucking perfect. So it's like just when you start rooting for them, they let you down the next second. And you're like, no, no. Um, but I agree. Then that was when Kyle came in and was like trying to be soft but firm, and it's like. Just as your friend, it bothered me to see you back down and be weak. And I was like, ah? Um, yeah, so I just wrote at the end, I agree and disagree with both of them. <laughs> Great take. Eliminating, babe. Thank you. Um, now we have PK and Dory. Oh. Date okay. night. This was, this was my, this was the favorite part of the episode for me. Yeah. PK, in my mind, is the MVP of this episode. Yeah. Um, just, I mean... So first of all, this date is a, it's a cute little indoor caviar, deviled eggs, appetizer, appetizer, happy hour thing, happy hour date. Very cute. Um, I forgot how amazing their backyard is because we never get to see it. Basketball mm -hmm. court, grass, pool, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, PK just wants to sit down and drink his champagne. And don't Baby! PK, oh. baby, in his oh. I want to open the champagne. Oh, baby, I can do it, baby. And, and then, okay, this starts. What are your thoughts on toasting yourself? <laughs> do you have thoughts? No, I don't really care. I, I'm not a big, I don't. I, I, well, I, she probably wanted PK to do that, but he was so like. She's like, I want to make a toast. My wedding dresses are doing great. Cheers to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's you such a Dory thing oh, to do, oh though. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, okay, we'll get to the juice. So they basically, so PK wants to get straight to the juice. He wants to talk shit. He wants to know what was it like, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, never have I ever agreed with PK more than I have watching this scene. I agreed with pretty much every single thing he said yes so the big one of the big things going on under the scenes apparently is the type of content going on to erica jane's instagram right and we see that kyle and dorit were oh they've talked about it they've before. talked about it of course they're not saying anything to her right but they've talked about it to each other mm -hmm. um she is keeping up her Erica Jane persona with the provocative Because she's a, a lingerie person for Fenty. Well, she was. They dropped her, actually, since. Oh. Um, yeah, so she's got her lingerie post. But bigger than that is the captions that she posts underneath. 
She's constantly between Twitter and Instagram referencing what's going on and unfolding in the media. She's constantly referencing it in a very flippant, fuck you all way. Constant, constant. And people have been commenting about it the whole year because it is really a bad look. She looks like she doesn't give a shit. And it's like, she thinks it's a strength because it's like, I don't care what people think, like screw the haters. And it's like, okay, but now you actually are like kind of responsible to a really gnarly thing potentially. And there's victims of it. Every caption is like her own tagline in the intro. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's not come for me and I'll come for you with even harder. It's all just like, yeah, it's all like dumb, suggestive, but very just disrespectful. It feels like, geez, like, well, and they make a great point that like from a purely legal perspective, she is just digging her own grave. Like, what lawyer would sanction her acting this way on the internet? Like for, and we're not even talking about being a good person. We're talking about optics, you know? And so that is the interesting part to me is that for her obsession with like what she can and can't say, and don't ask me things, I'm in a precarious position. The things she does choose to put out there and that she just does choose to say, I'm like, how on God's green earth is this helping you? No. This is making you look worse and worse and worse. You're not garnering. You're garnering negative sympathy. Here. Right. Like no one gives <laughs> two shits about you and your, no one affected by this, like gives two shits about you and your lingerie stuff. Like, please. Like, right. It's just, it's such a bad look. Yeah. So what PK said, I've never seen a worse response to what's going on. <laughs> I was like, that sums it up. Um, He's like, that's not the right message to send with your legs open. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cool it on the slut shaming PK. But still but, oh, make a good point uh, on a purely legal perspective. Yes, yes. Um And then I did actually think Dorit made an interesting point when she brought up, like, Erica has constructed this alter ego very intentionally over the years. And it's become the alter ego that gives her strength. Like, that's where she finds her power. And yet it's also the very thing that is like, this is not the time to be digging into that alter ego right now, at the very least, publicly. No, no. I was like, is that some insight of with depth and substance from Dory. Yeah. Uh, I loved how PK thinks the whole Tom mental thing is a crock. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's like, what is it? He doesn't remember yesterday or what happened the, the hour ago <laughs> whatever. Um, okay. Last, but certainly not least we have Garcelle's Haitian party. Um, I just couldn't believe that they were going to all be in the same room within days of what just happened. Yeah. I was like truly shocked. Uh, Erica getting glam and her quote, this is fun. We have to amuse ourselves. And she's got like a team of three or four people around her in her kitchen. Just, that's all I have to say. (laughs) I just, I have to comment on how amazingly put together this dinner was. Ugh. There were candles. It was so beautiful. Lined the table in a glassy way. Candles in the front yard. We brought in like that backdrop. Yeah. In in a flower installation. Does Rena not know what time events start? My God. Why? Why must she be the first at every event? And, and why would she want to be the first at Garcelle's event? I don't know. I don't, it just doesn't. Like, are you trying to make everyone uncomfortable? Go sit in your car and wait till you see another housewife get out of their car. Yeah. Have you ever, like, it bothers me. How long has she been attending events with this crew? I know. Somehow 20 minutes before everyone else. I know. I know. So they're, her and Garcelle are talking. Garcelle, I mean, they're both, they're great at putting on a happy face when they have Mm -hmm. to. 
to the point that it makes me uncomfortable sometimes. They decide to make a bet on who's going to be last. Garcelle bets it's going to be Dorit. Which I should be fine in theory. Should be a fine bet to make. If you're like the tension that that just like you're just kind of adding unnecessary tension. Well, you know what's funny is I kind of forgot about like I had like amnesia because Garcelle was acting like it was all so normal and funny to say, and Rinna was agreeing with her, and then it was like with Dorit clearly getting all uncomfortable and then speak. I immediately was like, oh, of course. Like there's so many more layers to this shade. Um, and Dory getting butthurt about the bet for her to be last. I just can't. I mean, this whole thing is like awkward moment after awkward moment after awkward moment. Yeah. Well, because there's like four little mini feuds kind of all going on, but everyone is getting together and there was just a lot of, there was a lot was, of subtle shade. There was a lot of shade at this thing. Like, and it constant. seemed like everyone was laughing. But yeah. People would not laugh. It was just, it was so hard to keep up. You had the shade with the $20 bill. So Garcelle's like, Oh, Rena, I don't want to. I was like, seriously, Garcelle, this is just not yeah. the group. Yeah. Like it's no, not no, the no. group. Just These women up, don't get it. It's yeah. all going to be personal for them. Exactly. Slash, how to, it, it's really hard to not read you as it's personal. So she's like, makes this big to do about like, Rina, let me get the $20 bill so no one thinks that everyone knows that I'm good for my money. Which is, oh my God, a opening, year ago. The Kyle wound, which they've been completely it, good this yeah, season. And also reopening the room with Dorit. I mean, like, on its, on its face, all of this should be like, okay it's true Marcel, like read, she did take i guess read, the opportunity to shade shade yeah read the room you know well and then rena won't accept the bill and goes i was gonna say donate it to a charity of your choice oh my god a just twenty dollar bill i am done I was like, this awkward, shady cocktail time needs to stop oh, okay so then we all sit down we have a conversation about the spicy side that you shouldn't do unless you really can handle spice. Dorit needs to brag that she's great with spicy food. Proceeds. Okay, so first let's let, like, okay, so Garcelle gives kind of like a background of her heritage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then gets into the food and yeah, go ahead. So Dorit decides now is the time to take up a lot of space and actually, and say, well, actually, funny you should say that that side would be too spicy for a lot of people here because I'm actually very multicultural. She goes full Dorit. Full Dorit. We need to talk about her um, ancestry again. <laughs> so she's like, oh, well, I grew up with spicy food. And if you all remember, my mother was from here and my father was from here. And yes, yes, yes. Somehow this goes, I think that's what made PK fall in love with me, actually. A a hush goes over the crowd. Like, no one knows where the fuck she's going with this. And you're like, we really hope that this is over, right? A breath. This story actually goes like this. And she proceeds to start to tell us the meeting story of her and PK that literally no one asked for. And then she catches herself at some point and goes, oh, anyway, you guys don't want to know this story, I'm sure. Kyle says, as long as it isn't going to take us through dessert. (laughs) And wrote in all caps, what is going on? Reignites their shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Meanwhile, the chefs are five feet away. Yeah. Which I just thought was an awkward part of it. That, like, no matter how awkward their shit gets, like, they're fully exposed to a team of of people that are trying to serve them. Like, that element's kind of weird. We've got codfish balls coming out in a penis shape, which I was just like, oh, gosh, these women and don't deserve have, this and meal. Then you, you have Dorit's, like, self-promotion about her, how cultured she is. Pair that up 
with the self-gradulation, congratulatory tone that Rin is taking for eating a piece of fucking fish. Right. She's like, I ate fish. I ate fish. I did it. I did it. I did it. (laughs) You have a chef preparing authentic Haitian food. Again, five feet away from you. Why is this so hard for you to eat the meal? Like, give me a I know. break. I mean, oh the part, I, I get, I love fish, but I get that, like, if you didn't have, if you are not a fish person, fish is a strong thing. Okay. And But the way she's acting. Well, I know, because she's acting like she's going to really buck up and try tonight and not make a scene. She, but then it's Rinna. So in the end, she still can't help herself. She has to announce it. She thought she was on Fear Factor or something. <laughs> I, I know. Did. I'm so proud of myself. It's like, settle down. Can we at least admit that codfish balls maybe would have made us feel a little nervous? They look to be deep fried on the outside. Yeah, I just kept telling myself, like, I'm sure it just tastes like fish. I'm putting it in my mouth. It's deep fried. Okay. Um, (laughs) Then Kyle decides... That she's just going to bring up her and Sutton's drama they just had at the store the other day in front of everyone, which luckily goes pretty well because Sutton kind of shuts it down by just immediately apologizing and being like, I didn't mean that. I was pissed. And I'm like, thank God. But I was mean. And Erica's across from them, shadily on her phone, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm just like this scene, like you couldn't make this up. It's one thing after another <laughs> and then they're all sitting on the couches after um, I unless I misheard this this is what took place I'm pretty sure everyone feels probably kind of like they're loitering that was the most awkward dinner of all time besides the dinner right before that one Dorit says okay well I think I'm gonna dip out and Garcelle goes as you should <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, did I hear that right? And then all of a sudden, all the other women, oh, I got to dip out too. Oh, 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 yeah, I, sh- I should go. I should Lydia go. gives her classic the way that she delivers these fake things sometimes. She goes, you know what? I think I'll go too. And it's just oh, so that was like, a, I wish ah. you guys could see what he just did because it was way too good of an imitation. <laughs> and then wait, You're right. She does this like, I'm just a nice lady. You know, you know what? That is a good idea. I'll take a cod ball for the road. Oh. Harry, you know, Harry Hamlin would love a cod ball, I'm sure. I'll send you a thank you text. Oh my God. I still can't get over the pettiness of Rena with the, the, the post thank you. Thank you text. Um, I should just start sending thank you notes in the mail. <laughs> now, that's when this is I the dip out I think happened and then a few of them were left. Yeah, so I and think, then we have that conversation that yeah. Crystal kind of initiated. Oh, because Kyle's all stressed. Like, how are we gonna deal with this? How are we gonna function as a group? And like that's kind of a valid point, because shit is bad at this point. But she's like, well, how do we get them? She wants them to make amends. And it's like, Kyle, you've gotta accept the truth. And I did, for all of the things that I find annoying about Crystal's recent stances. Who's Crystal? Is she on a show? (laughs) She's a housewife? Um, I didn't disagree with what she said. She was kind of like, no, no, we're not going to, they're going to coexist. Yeah. And we're not going to force them to make amends. We're going to accept that they don't like each other and they are no longer friends and they can deal with how they want to be with each other. And hopefully it'll just be, they're not talking. Yeah. But why do we have to make them be phony? And yet I understand where Kyle's coming from of like, well, guess what? It might kind of suck to be at a dinner twice a week with a bunch of tension. Yeah. Even though I find Kyle's need for everyone to be okay all the time annoying, that's also true. What do you think? Um, yeah. I mean, I, this cast I, just can't continue. Here's, th- th- that's as what is. I, I was going to say. The cast is just not going to stay the same. And in my opinion, I think Erica needs to go. Um, all the, while she has provided so much fun, juicy drama, 
Um, I think they'll try and milk I, her for I one more season. The way that she has handled herself through this and has treated other people is completely inappropriate. Her lack of self-awareness for uh, my sympathy level is just not anywhere well, yeah. close to... I don't think we're, there's... I, 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 so that, I think they're just going to wear it out and someone's leaving. You know, Sutton's right. archive will be gone next year. Right. Um, and there's just no way that it's going to be Sutton. Yeah, I think I mean, they might try to keep this going for one more season because Erica's going to have like more legal stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on what happens over the next. It really, two months, do, yeah, you know? and the reunion will be very defining mm-hmm. because they love to go off of like how are we all feeling as audience members and like how are things hitting and like who is and isn't willing to own shit at that point when push comes to shove. Well, also considering the fact that. One of the difficulties of this podcast is knowing what has come out while this is airing right, and after reacting the airing. to them being essentially like six to eight months behind us. Right. You know, and so a lot has happened in the last six to eight months, and we have some some more answers to questions that we're going through now. Right. And so it's just going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But yeah. We'll be here. Every step of the way. Every step of the way. Okay, it just needs to be said that on Watch What Happens Live, um, we had the absolute pleasure of having Camille and Eileen as the guests. It was such a delightful episode. And I didn't know that I wanted Camille back so badly. But She's after that, her pitch. she is. And she was stroking her dog on her lap as she answered these questions with fierce shadiness. She was stroking this dog like she's like a villain. (laughs) And I was like, this is too good. I did not even know I missed you so much. Eileen, we miss in love because she is normal and would be our mom's friend. But Eileen, we don't like need her to come back. You know, like I appreciate seeing her on Watch What Happens Live. But Camille, oh, oh, like the things that are possible if Camille were to return. Yeah. I just don't know who her buddy would be because I feel like they all kind of hate her. Yeah. And, and, you know, she made some appearances in a couple seasons ago. Yeah. In Um, nine. But I don't think she was full cast. Uh, Yeah, I think she was just friend of. And it didn't really work out for her. It didn't really work out. So it just depends on what kind of energy. I mean... Here's the thing. She's so good at her. I could see her and Sutton being buddies. That would be an interesting development. Pitch it. I'll pitch it. Take it it to the top. Okay, everyone. We love you. Um, Oh, we forgot. We said this in our other recap. Saturdays will probably be release days right now because that's just realistic to our very busy lives but um saturdays are the day it won't be later than that we appreciate you listening and sharing and subscribing and following and all of the things and we hope you have an amazing rest of your weekend and we'll talk to you next week bye bye